0: Hello listeners and viewers for those of you guys who are watching on YouTube. I'm so grateful for you and I'm really glad that you guys have found us here at how to buy a home being able to give back this information and help lift up first-time buyers has been such a treat for me and especially during 2022 when this is no doubt the roughest most crazy most difficult time I've ever seen for buyers in the market. I mean, the most difficult buyers market in the history of man, woman, non-binary time. It's so fulfilling that I've been trying to rack my brain to figure out how I can help you during this period because I'm getting such good feedback because things are so rough out there and it is filling me up like I said. So in an effort to raise awareness, past couple of weeks I've been trying to pick up my TikTok game. So in doing that, I've been studying other real estate stuff to see what's out there and and what I can do to help support you guys. And so now my algorithms picked that up. And my for you page is nothing but real estate stuff and realtor tips and people asking questions. I got to tell you, you know, it's been a couple weeks of me looking at this and I seriously want to shoot myself in the face. What's up, my how-to-buy homies? Today's topic, Realtors of TikTok. Now, there are several reasons why I started this podcast back in 2019, but a big one was that after doing real estate for a dozen years, I realized the industry, they just didn't promote quality education to first-time homebuyers. And when I really dug into my research in that year or two before I started the podcast back in 2017 and 18. That's when I realized I was appalled at how little quality and truly helpful information there was on the internet. So while the podcast has been growing, obviously social media has been growing, and of course the emergence of TikTok. Now back at 17 and 18 when I was researching, when I really dug in to my research, getting ready for the podcast back in 2000 and. 17 2018 I was really appalled at how little quality and truly helpful information there was out there for you first time home buyers and you know while the podcast has been growing for over the past few years so has TikTok so you know I'm thinking back to when I was researching before the podcast back then I thought the blogs and the vlogs were bad but now that I've deep into TikTok holy crap the realtors trying to grow their business now instead of a vlog or a blog where they write all kinds of information that maybe not is the best stuff for you now in just 15 seconds they could be dancing or to a trending song or they can lip sync a silly quote and give you the worst information i've ever seen so here's some of the examples of the brilliance that i've had forced into my eye and ear holes scrolling through TikTok. check these out a bunch of them apparently are explaining to you, the first time buyer, that all you need to know about buying a home is the top three, top five, and for some reason, the top eight. Why is eight so popular? I don't understand. But all you need to know is that top three, five, or eight, and boom, you can buy a house. Another thing I noticed in my For You page is there were a whole bunch of people that look, I don't know, 17 years old, and they're giving me tips on how to buy a house. I listen to the youth. I love it. But how much can you know about buying a house if technically you look like someone who can't even have a job for two years is what you need to do to qualify to buy a house? I don't know about you, but if I've got someone young behind the cash register at the mall, I don't trust them to give me my correct change, let alone to help me comb through the financial intricacies of buying the biggest debt that I'm ever going to take on in my life. Now, then there was this one. Then I saw another one as I was scrolling through. Now, i get it because this could happen but not now and the way that she was telling it really bummed me out because what she was saying with the whole pitch was you don't need any savings to buy a home because you can use government grants to buy a house or you can get the seller to pay your closing costs oh lordy really girl you can i've said before i don't know what crack she's smoking but boy i'd love to have some of that because she actually said that and not only she say it but she said it loud with her face practically like kissing the camera and i'm going to say it again and i hope you're listening Stephen a smith all right louder does not mean more correct (sighs) so yes thank you very much for giving us that information tiktok realtor girl this is a possibility buying a house like that does exist but no way is that even going to be a possibility of something that's happening in 2022 so technically it's true one can purchase a home that way but in this market no way nah nope i'm not trying to be a hater i'm just telling you it's painful for me to watch all these noobs desperately trying to lure you in because i know what they're trying to do they're trying to lure you in with those you know infomercial too good to be true tactics i also saw this one a lot and I get the fact that if you've never bought a home that you might not understand that there are closing costs involved. Kind of like, you know, if you never bought a car before, you don't realize it's not just the sticker price, there's tax and registration fees. So it could be sort of a shock. But I saw people preaching the fact that you need a down payment and closing costs like they were sharing a hidden cost with you and a hidden fee and a secret that the real estate industry doesn't want you to know about. Yeah, we do. As a matter of fact, I try to tell you all the time. And you know, those are the people out there that are trying to tell you that they're the expert in your town and they're going to make sure that they uncover all these hidden little secrets you don't need to know about because you know, ooh, closing costs. Oh, and another big thing I discovered about why my TikTok views are down is because I don't have boobs. Apparently that's a big thing on TikTok. So I'm not going to, you know, flash my cleavage come on gang I got over 400,000 downloads in March 2022 and I go up on TikTok and I can't even get a thousand followers follow me at how to buy a home we can start the revolution at how to buy a home on TikTok and while you're at it the podcast is on YouTube now too smash that like button subscribe hit the bell and get notified and you're going to be able to see all the new episodes there and watch everything on YouTube just like my kids do how's that do I sound like an influencer do I get 13 million subs now Okay, back to TikTok, because again, I'm trying to make sure that you guys are protected. I also see lots and lots of people who are trying to buy a home, you know, wannabe buyers, people like you, and they're frustrated, they're angry, and and honestly, they are way too close to their cameras. Back off. What does it deal with when you get mad? You got to like put it right in front of your face. And they're freaking out about this market sucks, and it's not fair for you buyers, so... Let's give you the quick little update on the market's sucking right now. One, I feel for you. Two, life's not fair. And three, scene number two, life's not fair. And the way to combat that is to get a plan, work the plan, and take advantage of what you can. That's life. When did I become Dr. Seuss? What was that? Get a plan, work the plan, take advantage of what you can. All right. So, during my scrolling, I ended up messaging a a local Southern California realtor. He was a TikToker. And, you know, I was like, hey, he posts every day. He's got good tips and tricks. They're witty. They're short. They're, you know, pretty good stuff. And some of the stuff he's saying is good stuff. So, I checked him out. And I checked him out from the realtor side, not just on the TikTok side. Guess what, gang? He sold one home. One. I discovered that he was on a team which was led by a guy that I started with in the business 16 years ago. So this guy and I started the industry at the same time. The new guy on his team who has fun posts, he's got like over a 1,000 followers, but just one sale. And the guy that I came into the industry with 16 years ago, his account has all of 69 followers. Who's laughing at that? Don't laugh at that. Grow up. That's not the joke. The joke is that the new guy has a 1,000 and this guy only has, I'll I'll say, less than 70 followers. So you won't giggle. And gang, the number one TikTok video for first-time homebuyers, when you punch that in, it's a realtor standing in front of a home yelling at you. Don't buy this home for $750,000. Buy the one next door for $365,000 instead. That video has over 200,000 views. Honestly, there are so many things wrong with that that I can't even break it down. And finally, the question that so many of you have, all you first-time buyers out there, they're asking the question, where do I start? And the main answer that I saw from all the TikTok realtors and lenders, their answer to the question, where do I start, is call me, Lincoln bio. It's all about them marketing to you to get you to call them. There just isn't a lot of education out there unless you can educate someone in a 15 second dance. So after looking at that for a little while, I decided to see what realtors were saying to other realtors on TikTok. You know, looking for some positive vibes. People in the industry supporting each other and helping us out, right? The first thing I found was shocking to me is a bunch of realtors looking into the camera using a trending sound that was going around on TikTok. It's usually was a 20 something realtor sitting in their room or in the desk looking confused because, see, this sound originally was used mostly with the caption adulting, but now the realtors have taken it. So the realtors are lip syncing to this sound, kind of like, you know, two people in the office complaining to each other. It's some movie or TV quote from some random guy. And I'm not kidding. It goes like this. Are we supposed to know what we're doing? No. No great. Just checking. Yeah, that's real. Those are realtors saying I'm new. I don't know what's going on. Trust me on this. I employ you to be careful when you find an agent. Maybe you just found because they have some great catchy marketing. Check their credentials because this is what they're saying behind your back. Ooh, I'm so glad you found me because I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe if I do a deal with you, I can figure all this out. What I also found is that tons of realtors and lenders were posting what they thought were funny work videos. You know, the ones where the people having a tough day at work dealing with the unreasonable customers, you know, and so they post about how they're having to deal with quote unquote, the public. I found tons of agents and lenders bitching about how crazy and unrealistic or outright dumb their buyers or sellers are. Well, you know, there's an old saying about that if the students aren't learning sometimes it's the teacher all right so let me get back to being grateful for you my how to buy a homies my community i need some practical positivity so let's bring some practical positivity coming your way first of all well first of all you're here with me in your ear holes and so i'm very grateful for that and you're here to learn And I'm humbled that so many of you are using this information to become empowered. And quite a lot of you are using it to get a home, which is sort of the point, right? There's so much to learn and you've got to protect yourself in the transaction. So you learn ahead of time and then you get a good team to take care of you. And even more exciting, there's so much that you can learn and benefit from a good team to help you thrive in this momentous life achievement. So in this spirit, of this momentous achievement. And in the spirit of me being grateful, let me share some positive things with you that I found on TikTok. I found a 27-year-old girl. The TikTok was her driving up in a car and going to get the keys to her house. And she said, six months ago, I sold my Mercedes-Benz to get money for a home. And I'm driving up in my Toyota Corolla to get my keys to my house. You go, girl, love that. One realtor, he was a trainer. And he was suggesting to other people that were trying to help the buyers in 2022, he was saying to buyers agents, here's the most important question that you need to ask your clients right now. How do you want me to treat you during the losing battles when we don't get the home? Now, it stings, right? Some of you are like, what the hell? Look, there's Pollyanna positivity and there's practical positivity, Practical positivity means that we're being realistic. And let's face it, the folks who are just spending all their time working on the branding don't have any idea what's going on in the realistic, real world of buying and selling homes. All right, so if you're trying to figure out what the hell is the positive in that, well, come on, you know I'm Captain Truth Bomb. I'd rather you got a truth bomb and were prepared with experienced advocates than to be blindsided because you got sold on a get rich quick plan from some newbie realtor that doesn't have the experience to understand how painful this can be for you. And they don't have the training to get in there and get your offers accepted after the third, fourth, fifth, ninth time to give you even a fighting chance. Now, the next tip I found on TikTok, I actually read this before because I'm a super nerd and read all things real estate, but I love that this guy was sharing it on TikTok because this is really big. Beginning July 1st, 2022, paid medical collection accounts will no longer appear on credit reports. Did you catch that? Also, outstanding medical collections won't show until they're over one year old. Now, if you haven't had the, had the joy of having a medical issue savagely slap down your credit score, maybe this doesn't mean a whole lot to you, but did you know that 58% of all collections on credit reports are... Our medical collections. 58%. That's like kind of a big deal for kind of a lot of people. 58%. That's like a third of everyone. (laughs) Oh, damn. I've been scrolling so much TikTok, I lost some brain cells. I don't think that math was right. Now, another nice realtor I found on TikTok suggested ways that you can use your tax refund for your house buying plan. And I love that idea. I'm even going to steal it and throw it up on mine. You know, instead of paying off all your credit card debt that, you know, maybe you ran up on your spring break vacation, number 1, don't do that, and number 2, talk to a professional, to figure out if you should pay off your debt, or if you should put it in your savings, if you're getting a big tax refund. Love that idea. Here's another thing I found on TikTok that is is going to shock you because it shocked me. Here's an insider tip that is really freaky. Now, there's one guy in the UK that shocked me. He had an insider tip that it just freaked me out. I can't believe I didn't know this. He was holding up a key and he was holding it up like this. And if you're not watching at home, well, if you're not watching on YouTube, which so you'd be watching it anywhere, maybe you're not at home, but I'm holding up a key like at the bottom the way you would, right? He says, don't hold your key like this for a photo, because if you do and you're holding it like that and they can see all the ridges on the key from that video, they can make a copy of your key. Now, I know what you're thinking. If you're watching this on video, then why are you doing it, David? Because it's not my key. It's the cameraman's. It's true. He gave you this tip. If you're going to take your picture with your key and try to blow up your social media, that you just turn it over and hold it so you cover the ridges. Now, there's one mortgage broker who says that she's keeping it real in real estate. And I got to tell you, I love this lady. She's awesome. So if you've ever seen one, it's a mortgage broker. Pretty good lighting shot well. She says she's keeping it real in real estate. She broke down the Fed rate hikes versus the mortgage interest rate with super bitching clarity. I mean, I seriously think that I might have to stitch her. Oh, that sounded really gross, didn't it? (laughs) Sorry. It's a TikTok thing. Stitching someone doesn't mean anything weird. I am not a pervert. And you know the best wisdom nugget I saw on TikTok? Because there is good stuff on there. I saw it from an older guy. Now, by older, I mean that his age didn't... probably started with a four he wasn't a newbie that looked 14 yeah he said this surround yourself with a mortgage and real estate team that aligns with your interests great point so what should your interest be surround yourself with people who listen to you they know your goals and then they have the expertise to help you prepare and achieve those goals because they know all the ins and outs of the game so the biggest thing I learned from TikTok besides the fact that either none of you are on TikTok or I haven't asked you enough to follow me at how to buy home is that lots and lots of people want you to follow them so that you can get information about this gigantic life decision the biggest one that you're ever going to make and they want to deliver you that information in the smallest chunks available possibly while dancing. Now I don't hate on anyone I don't hate on anyone for doing their thing. Look, I dance on my account. That's what I thought you were supposed to do. I give 15-second advice. I even did that dumb lip-syncing thing. I swore I would never do. I just wonder if the others on TikTok can actually name more than the eight tips that they're giving on how to buy a home. Or is that number so popular because that's all they know is those eight tips. Gang, I want you to be lifted up with the truth. I want you to make plans for buying a home And I want you to feel like you're being educated and you're being taken care of by someone who cares about you and your goals, not their own career and their sales goals. You got the power to do this and all you need is a little bit of direction. If you have your stuff together and you're further along down the line, cool. Now's the time to get a dream team so you can actually get creative. Because if you're in a good position, you have options. If you've got cash options and down payment options. And you need that team with the experience who can help give you those creative options and some superior techniques. 2022 is not going to be the year of stealing a super deal. All right. But it is going to be the year of figuring out how to make this happen. Or maybe it's starting a plan for 2023 or 2024. I was talking to my partner in crime who helps me out here on the podcast, the guy who helps me make all this stuff happen. So eventually I won't have to be writing my ideas out at like 2.50 in the morning, like I did when I was putting this podcast together. I'm on fire and I'm excited. And he says to me, dude, you're helping people out in in what's going to go down in the all time, most difficult time to be a first time home buyer. And we're getting results. Well, instead of me being excited about what he and I are doing, that gave me even more encouragement to make sure that I continue to help educate you guys because I say you can do this because I believe you can. And now I have the facts and data to back it up. You know, I'm a big facts and data guy. So now I have the data. It's working. Our listeners are closing. Listen to the episode stories that we have of real listeners from 2022. Listeners like Aporva. She got connected with one of the unicorns and it helped her get a deal. You can listen to to episode 82. It's the last episode. That was Kenneth and Danielle. They had a great experience. And even Madison back in 2021. Now, Madison from episode 53, That's the market was still hot, but it was just mercury hot. Apoorva and Kenneth and Danielle in 2022, we're sun hot now. And the common theme for these buyers, making it happen when the rest of the world says it can't be done. So the common thing for these buyers is that even in this redonkulously tough market, the buyers who are getting help from the quality teams, the unicorns out there, well, those buyers are getting it done. Porva got her home against multiple offers because her experienced agent had been around and had worked with the listing agent before, so her offer was selected because the listing agent confidently could tell the seller, "Hey, look, I know these people. The deal's going to go through." And in the last episode with Kenneth and Danielle, they talked about the guidance of an experienced pro that helped them to get a home that worked out for them and their goals, that they worked out together with her, figuring out appliances versus commute time and the size of the home. And they wouldn't shut up about their unicorn, Kate. And I mean that in a good way. And in a cruel twist of fate, you know, I was had recorded that podcast and we were producing it and getting ready to put it up. And a couple days later, before the podcast was actually up on the air, I got this text from somebody who was in the same part of the country and was interviewing Kate, the same realtor that Kenneth and Danielle went on and on about, said, hey, it's going well. My call with Kate went really good and I could tell she's a great person. I have a call tonight to speak with the last person. See, she was interviewing other Realtors, that's cool. Do your thing. Your podcast on interview questions for realtors was very valuable. I'm honestly torn between Kate and this other person. My concern is that Kate is so established that I might lose a bit of the handholding that I'd get with someone who closed half the amount of deals that she did. Now, I can understand that logic, but there's also part of me that I just wish she'd been able to hear the episode where these two VA buyers were gushing about the handholding they got from Kate. She would have heard that Kate did some serious, serious education and walking and walking them through it. And then because she has done more when it got to the point of negotiating the deal, she could get the job done. And she did. I constantly thank my unicorn nation for being what, I'm positive is the most overqualified professionals out there and they give these first-time buyers first-class treatment and you deserve that. The facts don't lie. The stories are coming in and across the nation how to buy homies are closing on homes with unicorns everywhere and they're doing it in 2022 when it's damn near impossible to buy a house. My partner said it right as a business this is the worst time ever for me to decide to give all this knowledge to first-time home buyers and say, you can do it. And they're like, dude, <laughs> I just got beat down on my ninth offer. But you know what? I don't care because as a human, this feels great because it's the best time ever for me to be able to help get out the education and the knowledge because now more than ever, I know that you need it. Okay, let me get into some details that can help you out when you're trying to go through this. A few episodes back, I mentioned that some of my clients of mine, they were selling a condo and then they were going to buy a home. Remember the story with the pregnant mom with the twins? Well, she's like eight months pregnant now. And so we got their home sold in hours, got it in hours, got a killer deal, got a big old rent back for peanuts. Peanuts, I say. And then if you remember, we found a great home for them. And worked absolutely every angle of professionalism and charismism. I just made up a new word today. Charismism. We brought it all to the table to make sure we get the deal. You remember the story. And during the counter offers, the agent kept calling me and giving me way more information than she was supposed to because, you know, she was rooting for us. And eventually, my bitchin' lender sent her a personal video to describe the validity of these buyers and to show how solid they were, that they were completely approved. As a matter of fact, he knew that we could waive the appraisal because he felt so confident in what we were doing, but we didn't actually waive it, we still went through with it. And his confidence and the way he presented the offer and the fact that he actually did waive the loan contingency, that's a separate contingency, that just showed that right from the get go, we had everything and we were ready to go. So update, we did get that appraisal and the appraisal came in low. Because we had to bid it up real high in order to compete but my lending team like they thought once we got into the deal they actually got an appraisal waiver from the bank so the bank said don't worry about it the information you provided for us is enough we don't need to accept that appraisal so as anticipated My lenders got them into the deal by using their charisma and charm and professionalism and a video and a follow-up call and facts and data. And then they saved the buyers $12,000, which was the difference. That would have meant that that would have come directly out of their pocket. Cash, they would have had to put in over and above the down payment and the closing cost. 12 grand. So as we're set to close on the sale of their condo, at the same time, we get the news about the appraisal Well, these clients that I've been talking to for years suddenly realized that all this was coming together at the time. They weren't going to have to move twice. Everything was happening fast. They were getting the house of their dreams. So suddenly I got a whole bunch of the nicest texts and emojis that you could ever see. They were ecstatic beyond words, (laughs) so much so that they had to use emojis instead. They're selling their home for top dollar. They're able to get their very first offer accepted. They don't even need the full 60-day rent back that we got for them. And they can move at their leisure, and they can get into their home nice and comfortable well before mama bursts, cause twins, baby. Whew. So when people ask me if an agent really matters, this story exemplifies my passion. When I tell them the answer, hell yeah, it does. There are so many new agents out there who, not their fault, are desperately undertrained without the years of business relationships that buyers so desperately need (coughs) tiktok anyway your team matters and the team that you use in your transaction they matter and they can save you so much more than you think you're going to be saving if you're shopping around to find one of those realtors that gives you a kickback or a discount or if you're shopping your lender and you're shopping interest rates and you're looking at other lenders online anyone can go online and find a lender that is going to give them some kind of rate but Most of the time, it's going to be very close if they're legitimate to what you can get to a quality, trusted unicorn lender. But the service that you're going to receive, it's not just about that one fee or that one rate. It's about so much more. By using a team that was trusted and respected, they had a chance to get that appraisal wave so they could keep their cash. And that was because they were working with a team that had their best interest at heart They weren't just a number, another transaction to slide across the desk. And I connected them with this mortgage team I trusted because I've been doing business for years and been able to work through and talk to a bunch of different lenders. And I've decided and found that these guys are the best. So I know what they can offer. It started with them being educated by me and realizing that if they see an angle at any point, I trained them on that. And they worked it with the seller and the selling agent. Work it. The rapport building, the recognition that this agent maybe wanted someone else to do the heavy lifting since she was an out-of-area agent. Well, that helped them to get the deal. And when we wrote the contract, because of the experience of their team, the lender and I put together the best terms, the best contract, and created exactly what the listing agent wanted to see. And now you add on top of that the rapport that was created. Well, now we help secure the buyers the first time home that they wanted in the time period they wanted and snuck them in to get a deal instead of that seller accepting other offers that were higher priced than ours in an insanely competitive bidding war market. And then just for good measure, the other tag to this story is that we did our inspection. Now, if you're new to buying a home, you get to do an inspection on a house. And if you find stuff wrong, you can ask them to repair it or give you a credit. Oh, unless it's 2022. Then if you ask him to repair anything or give him a credit, they're going to go and move on to backup number one. Because remember, they had 37 offers on this property and they countered the top 10 and the other offer was almost like yours. And they just decided to go with you for whatever reason. So there's no way in 2022 that anyone's going to be getting anything back. So the buyers and I went through the whole report and we picked out, you know, some health and safety issues. And I got a little creative and went through all kinds of stuff. And they were all true health and safety issues. But I itemized a list and I asked for what is a ridiculous amount in this market, $4,650. But what I told the buyers was you should expect to get maybe $500, if anything at all. We got the full $4,650. The other agent was glad to do it because everything that we done and lined up has got the seller excited to be able to work with these people and get this young family a home, and everything from the listing agent was excited to make the deal smooth and easy because I had done so much of her job for her from the very beginning. So let's do the math. My mortgage broker's rate was the same as anyone else would have given them, but if they shopped around to find, let's just say they found some online place for an eighth of a point, lower. Well, they still would have been out the $12,000 out of pocket without the appraisal waived. And most importantly, who knows if they would have even gotten their offer accepted. Because everything that the lender did with their personal touch and the full assurance of the fully approved loan, the video that they sent, and removing the loan contingency with the offer, not asking for the traditional 14, 17, or 21 days into the contract, that's called pre-work. You know how much I love pre-work and planning. Don't call up a lender on Friday and say, we're going to go look at houses on Saturday. Call me, call a unicorn, call someone. When? 12 months before you're going to buy a house. That's my new motto here. Make it your last lease ever. Now, as for me, did you understand that? Because it's last lease ever, because then you get like 12 months to plan and the planning is really important. Did I have to explain that? Okay, moving on. As for me, well, the savings of using me versus another agent, well, there isn't any because we both cost the same to the buyer. We're free. The seller pays for it. So where's the value? Well, what's the value you can put on the negotiations? I mean, beyond the actual dollar amount of what, the buyer got in their totally unheard of credit in this market. So there was a a $4,650 value, great, did that for them. But what price can you put on being a lower offer, being chosen as the winning bid with a lower offer, for a home that they wanted, the first one they looked at, that worked with their time constraints of trying to do these two deals at once. The amount of stress and anxiety that saved them, that is priceless. So, the feeling I got when I realized how thankful they were to me, that's a tough feeling to match. So, it goes back to a few years ago when I realized that, you know, there's only so many hours in a day and I can only do that for so many buyers so many times a year. You know, buying a home is complex and time consuming. So, it's not feasible unless I clone myself multiple times that I'd be in a position to do that hundreds of times a year for hundreds of buyers. So, I gathered what I knew, started the podcast. Decide to give you information a little bit more than just 15 seconds on TikTok. I think TikTok existed when I did my podcast. I just didn't know about it yet. But anyway, now I'm hoping to be able to share with you the secrets that I knew could create these kind of results and these kinds of wonderful, happy feelings. And I hope to help more than just the people I can physically assist, giving everybody the power with the secrets that the industry that they just don't tell you. You know what the trainers and the mentors teach the new agents? I've told you this. I mentioned it in one of the other podcasts. The number one thing they tell them to do is build your brand. So there are lots of them all over TikTok giving really not so good advice. And it's tough to tell the bad advice from the good advice because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. But always remember this. You want to get as much education as you can. You want to feel like you're getting information told to you because you are the rock star in this adventure, not your realtor. This is your big decision and your big step and your life-changing event. You are the star. So before you get starstruck, looking at somebody else's witty 15-second lip-sync or dance or screaming into the camera, do your research. Can they back up their branding with actual knowledge and expertise? Check them out. How long has this TikTok star been doing this? How much real education are they putting out there for first-time buyers or is it just a bunch of catchy hooks Do they even know more than the eight things that they posted or, you know, even worse? Do they even have more than eight sales ever? Until the training in the real estate industry changes, I'm going to keep preaching this and I'm going to keep yelling and I'm sorry for all the new agents. And there are lots of new agents that might be able to go through this training, but fine, back it up. Show me you got the skills. Show me you know what you're talking about. Give this information away. Buyers, you guys are in a very dangerous position of choosing an advocate who has spent more time working on their brand and their videos, more time learning how to do editing on TikTok than they have to understand how to negotiate your contract, how to read the contract, how to understand the intricacies of this gigantic step. Oh, remember, that's the job that you hired them for, not to be a marketer. And again, if I'm sounding harsh, I do want you to remember, this is the only industry I've seen where the new agents all look at each other and they use that quote. Are we supposed to know what we're doing? No? Great. Just checking. That's real, guys. (sighs) So once again, I'm glad that you're here and you're educating yourself. Do your research. And if you want a Kate-type unicorn in your area, go to howtobuyahome.com and just ask. And if you still want more information than the 83 jam-packed podcast episodes that are right there on your phone right now, Well, flip on over to YouTube. You can check out the How to Buy a Home podcast YouTube page. Episodes going up weekly starting in 2022. And of course, if you haven't already done this, press pause right now and follow me on TikTok at How to Buy a Home. I would like to get this revolution in the hands of the young people so that they can grow up understanding that they are the star. Look, you can even make up new accounts and follow me there. I don't care. And comment on my post so it blows up. Now, this isn't for me. I don't care about my brand. I care about starting the revolution. I care about hearing more stories like we have on the podcast of listeners that have succeeded. I want to change the world for the buyers in the future so that buyers understand to be looking for content of their real estate team, not branding. That's the information that I want to make go viral. So blow it up. The game's rigged. We got to go GameStop on it to change it. Power to the people. Follow at How to Buy a Home and I promise you, you know, that I probably am gonna do some dances. In fact, there's a few already posted up there. I am so grateful and so excited. And I'm so grateful and so excited at what's happening with the How to Buy a Homey nation and the Unicorn Nation that I'm willing to throw myself into TikTok and <laughs> all over social media and whatever I gotta do to get the word out there because. It's starting our little mini revolution. Thanks for downloading the podcast, for reviewing and sharing with your friends. I'm so appreciative that so many of you have used this knowledge and now literally hundreds correct usage of the word literally. It's more than hundreds, over 500. Well, there's a bunch of people that I know have closed on homes and there are other people that listen to the podcast and maybe not reached out to me, but we're over five or 600 people now that have closed on a home. Now, there's hundreds more than that in a planning phase with a unicorn, but these people closed. Every single day, I get an email, a text, a DM, or soon to be, I get a TikTok message. huh? But this year so far, these first three months, I am constantly, every single day, having someone tell me that their plan just got started and they can't wait. Or they're in their plan right now and today there was a small victory. Or... I'm in my plan right now, and Sidoni 2022 sucks. Why'd you get me to do this? And then I sent him a little encouragement. And then it's starting to happen about every other day now. We're getting one in that says, hey, I got the keys handed to me. And I never thought this could happen. Well, before the podcast, maybe they didn't have any idea that they could do this. But now they figured out something that I knew all along. You can do this.